Welcome to PD Explores, a Portland State research podcast featuring scholarship, innovations, and discoveries pushing the boundaries of knowledge, practice, and what is possible for the benefit of our communities and the world. My name is Ethan Seltzer. I'm an emeritus professor of urban studies and planning. My primary research interest when I was working at Portland State was regional planning and regionalism. In 1972, the city of Portland adopted probably one of the most consequential plans in its history. The 1972 downtown plan really rewrote the playbook for downtown Portland. And to understand how momentous this was, you have to imagine downtown Portland in 1972 or downtowns in the United States generally in 1972. White flight was in full form. Um, people were moving to the suburbs, jobs and shopping were moving to the suburbs, shopping malls were being opened at a rapid clip. Uh, Many people did not believe that central cities had much of a future. They were hanging on by their fingernails. And um, many central cities adopted a strategy of trying to become more suburban, more auto-oriented, providing large amounts of free parking, taking down buildings to create parking lots, Uh, trying to appear to be as suburban as the suburban areas that were flourishing around them. But Portland took a different tack. Portland basically recommitted to a pedestrian-oriented, people-centered downtown, one uh, where the value of downtown would be expressed in the ways in which people could come together, not the ways in which people would be able to avoid each other. And the 1972 downtown plan really put that into place. It was a real statement on the part of Portland that it was going to seek a different kind of path for its downtown, a different kind of future for its city. And it wasn't going to buy into the prevailing vision at the time that was out there of automobile-oriented suburban sprawl. 1972, of course, was 50 years ago. And This gives us the opportunity to celebrate the 50th anniversary of the downtown plan. Now, 25 years ago, we had a huge celebration for the 25th anniversary of the downtown plan. And at that time, uh, we celebrated uh, in a wide variety of ways the successes of that plan, the way it fundamentally changed downtown. Today, people who visit Portland believe that Tom McCall Waterfront Park was always there. They believe that Pioneer Square was always there. Uh, They believe that the bike paths going through downtown were always part of downtown. They believe that, uh, in many ways, the pedestrian orientation of buildings and of sidewalks and of streets uh, was always here. They believe that the transit mall used to go the entire length of downtown as it does today. None of those things were true in 1972. None of those things were even necessarily believed to be possible by many people in 1972. So the the plan had a huge impact and then. 1997, for the 25th anniversary, we cataloged all those successes and we celebrated them. So we've already done that. We've already celebrated the fact that this plan fundamentally rewrote the story of downtown Portland. Uh, What else was there left for the 50th anniversary? Buried within the downtown plan, not actually even buried, uh, one of the central goals of that plan, identified a desire to see Portland State as Portland's urban university. Those exact words. 
And that, that really raised a question for us. Where did those words come from? Those were very kind of progressive ideas back in 1972 that the city and the university would have a relationship, not just because Portland State was in the downtown, but because Portland State and the city understood that they shared a common fate. If downtown succeeded, Portland State would succeed. If downtown went down, Portland State would have a very tough time. And so the notion was, in the downtown plan, that Portland State would be assigned the role of being Portland's urban university. In essence, that plan gave Portland State a specific assignment to evolve and to develop as this university, not just that happened to be in the downtown, but that understood uh, that there was a reciprocal relationship between community and university that would ultimately determine the fate of both. So that's the question. Where did that phrasing come from? How did, in 1972, when cities across the country were abandoning their downtowns, how did Portland not only save its downtown, but how did it specifically assign Portland State this role of being an urban university? And that's what we wanted to discover. Where did that come from? Where did those, you know, those words come from? Who was responsible for that? What does it possibly mean for us today? So after Portland State became Portland State College in 1955, um, the uh, university began to grow. Actually, the college at that point began to grow and began to develop programs that had not really surfaced at any other university in the state. So, for example, urban studies emerged here very early. Um, Social work emerged here very early. The effort to continue to grow and develop Portland State continued within the community and in the legislature Um, so that by uh, 1962, Mayor Shrunk, then Mayor Shrunk of the city of Portland, sent a letter to the chancellor requesting that Portland State develop a program in urban planning because at the time there were only two urban planning programs on the West Coast, one in Washington, in Seattle, UW, one in the Bay Area at Berkeley. And uh, what the mayor wrote in his letter to the chancellor is that people trained in those places can't be convinced to come to Portland. We need to train our own people here, and it should happen at Portland State College. The mayor's letter is dated like January 28th or something. It gets to the chancellor's office within a couple of days. The chancellor writes back to the mayor um, and says that he'll you know, do something about it. Um, meanwhile, the president, then president of Portland State College, writes to the chancellor and says, well, of course, we've had nothing to do with this letter, but you know, of course we'll respond. We'd love to respond. Within a week, basically, this series, this flurry of letters had essentially been turned around and Portland State was on its way to establishing an urban planning program using the urban studies program it already had as a foundation. All this kind of suggests, I believe, that given the timing of all of the letters back and forth and the memos within Portland State that are in the archives, uh, it's apparent that um, Portland State and its leadership had been working closely with the city to anticipate uh, the ways in which the city's interest could help to uh, leverage additional support for the evolution of Portland State from Portland State College into Portland State University. 
And together, that interest of the city with the interest of certain legislators, particularly a guy by the name of Don Wilner at the time, um, resulted in Portland State College becoming Portland State University in 1969. So these things were kind of hand in glove. These were happening. Uh, these developments were kind of moving along in such a way that Portland State and the city were working together to basically craft each other's future in a variety of ways. So that by 1972, uh, Portland State University was of interest to the city in two ways. Number one is an urban university where access to, to higher education, graduate education, and to the products of university-based research would be helpful for the city as it tackled the most pressing challenges before it. Um, but also Portland State as a major landowner and stakeholder in the development of downtown Portland. And so the downtown plan actually has two really interesting things in it for Portland State. One is speaking very centrally to the evolution of what we now call the university district. Portland uh, Portland State as a, as a kind of a real estate development in the central city. But the second part was Portland State very much in a strict sense as the urban university with a reciprocal relationship where the city and the university understood their shared future. And so you could really see the evolution of, of that thinking from the very inception of the Portland State ex, uh, Portland Extension Center, um, that this momentum for Portland State as a significant institution and landholder in the central city had been growing and was really firmly recognized and codified by the 1972 downtown plan. In the first 50 years of you know, Portland State's existence from the Extension Center to the college, to the university, up into the early, late 80s, early 90s. Um, Portland State used its urban university identity as a way of distinguishing itself from other institutions in the Oregon University system. For lack of a better word, it became Portland State's brand, and it became a way of expressing both a set of values about what Portland State was intended to do, as well as a distinct and um, important competitive advantage in that kind of battle between the institutions for prestige and for influence and for recognition. Um, so uh, it was an important way for Portland State to say, we're not a land-grant university. We're not the you know kind of so-called flagship university of the university system. We're something different. And we've evolved um, to serve this emerging urban community in a way that these other institutions haven't and can't. So it was uh, an important strategic element in Portland State's evolution for it to be understood not only by itself, but by its, um, its uh, constituents and by everyone else as, an, as Portland's urban university. This was a, a really key strategic element in Portland State's emergence. But by the late 1980s, um, there was a lot of question about, you know, well, what will Portland State become? In the early 1980s, Portland State had essentially adopted a strategic plan that called for Portland State to become a Research One, Carnegie Research One University, which in a lot of ways made Portland State more like Oregon State and University of Oregon. In many ways, it diluted that urban university brand in a kind of interesting way. 
and uh, I think brought to the surface the tension that was always there between Portland State as an urban university and Portland State as a university as all universities. Um, think of it this way. Uh, people who work in universities come through uh, programs. Um, you know, faculty at universities are trained in programs in universities that by and large are not urban universities. Um, and so the uh, conception of what it takes to advance in one's field is shaped not by uh, an environment framed by the urban mission, but by an academic environment that kind of looks very similar in a lot of different places. Um, so uh, you have a university whose kind of governance and work is being managed by a group of people who, by and large, um, may or may not have been familiar with the idea of the urban university or the urban mission when they came here. And as a consequence, that tension between a traditional university and the urban university at Portland State has really been part of our of our DNA since the beginning. I mean, managing that tension has been a major challenge. And by the late 1980s, um, I think to a lot of Portland State's constituents and, and observe, outside observers and community members, uh, there was a real question, you know, wait a minute, is Portland State really, um, is it necessary to have a distinct Portland State or is Portland State really, um, you know, kind of something special that we ought to be careful about and intentional about in the years ahead? And so there were a couple of different pieces of work that were done then that were really important. One was a Governor's Commission on the Future of Higher Education in the Metropolitan Region that concluded that Portland State should become what was called an urban or urban grant university at the time, uh, kind of a strict analog of the land grant in a certain kind of way, but for urban areas. And the other was the 1991 Portland State Strategic Plan, which not only coined the motto, let knowledge serve the city, but reaffirmed that Portland State would have a central urban mission. And that urban mission would be to be the urban university for not just Portland at that point, but now the Portland metropolitan region. And so you can see a, a kind of a reaffirmation of essentially something that had been central to Portland State's identity and evolution since 1946 in that 1991 strategic plan. But what you didn't see was essentially a resolution of the tension between was it going to be a traditional university or was it going to be kind of something different. And so in many ways today, uh, we have continued to bring forward both of those legacies. Portland State is a traditional university and Portland State as Portland's urban university with an explicit urban mission. And when you look across the university today, what you find is that there is engagement in teaching research and service in every single unit in this university. There's a tremendous amount of interaction with the community. That porosity you know, between the university and its community is highly evident here. And in fact, when we talk to faculty about that, we find that faculty are consciously aware of that and aware that there's something unique about Portland State and that they value being here because of that opportunity to work closely um, with the community that they're actually very much a part of. At the same time, within Portland State, the question becomes, well, at the end of the day, which mission are we serving? Do we serve the traditional mission first and the urban mission second? Urban mission first, traditional mission second? Or 
Does it kind of depend on, you know, what the aims are as an institution? Do we really understand ourselves in a shared, committed, intentional way? And I think that's our challenge looking forward. That's where the next 50 years really pose this question. As we think about the 50th anniversary of the downtown plan, uh, 50 years of being Portland's uh, urban university. Um, well, 50 years from now, what do we want people to kind of look back and celebrate as the recommitment to that vision? What will it mean? When we look at you know Portland in the future, what does it mean to succeed as a region? And when we look at succeeding, what's the role the university ought to play in that success? I mean, these are all questions that are essentially ripe for Portland State to be asking. Uh, so it's a very exciting time, and we hope that celebrating the 50th anniversary and in doing this research will help Portland State, its faculty, its administrators really be thinking not about what did we do 50 years ago, but what are we going to do for the next 50 years? And how are we going to build on this legacy and make it even, uh, in many ways, more direct and a clearer expression of who it is we want to be. My name is Ethan Seltzer, and this work really gives the faculty and leadership at Portland State the opportunity to understand its past as a way of making its way into the future. <laughs>